0: Hello and welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hi Jess. Hi, Marcy. How are you? I mean, I'm still riding high off of that zoom our live Zoom. Oh, I feel boy. like this is our first time back. After and we're Zoom. late. Oh, we're late, still like hung over from it, basically <laughs> emotionally hungover. I I feel like it, we just got to take a second and shout out everyone who joined us and thank them. That was one of the most fun things I have ever gotten to do. And Absolutely. everyone was such a joy. It shouldn't be a surprise that we have amazing listeners, but like Everyone was just so wonderful. The chat was a dream. The questions were so fun. I I felt like truly we could have done it for hours. It was so, oh, yeah. so, so fun and rewarding. And
1: we will do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was just like a big um,
0: roll of the dice, you know, like on a tech end and also oh. just like, will people show up? So the idea of just like getting to spend a Friday night with so many like-minded and lovely people it was so, so fun. A reminder to anyone who didn't make it that if you didn't listen to it, that we put it up as our episode. We had to cut the Q&A for time, but
1: it's all there for and anybody who wants for, to listen. for, you know, because it's, um, it was like a group thing. And if you weren't mm-hmm. there, you maybe wouldn't get it. So. It was sort of a like you had to be there kind of experience. And yeah. also <laughs> don't know that I had everyone's permission. And also yes, There was a lot of different files. So... <laughs> It was such a blast. Um,
0: but other than that, uh, my niece is visiting, which is exciting. My,
1: the reason that we – Yes, that yeah, was the little delay little. is
0: that I've been in the family zone and really wanted to take advantage of the weekend and time with my niece, Scarlett. Because you haven't seen her in over a year or a yeah, year. No, over. I mean, just two Christmases ago <gasps> was when they came out. Oh, so she is thirteen. She listens to the podcast. I think uh, semi regularly. Hi, Scarlett. Listening. Hi, Scarlett. But she's here. She's staying with my parents. Uh, Anyone who's been listening knows she lives in Dubai with my sister. Um, And she's out here for two weeks for her spring break, and so I get to just be cool aunt and hang out with her. So uh, we just watched like YouTube videos. She really likes actually these guys that were a part of BuzzFeed and have since broken off called the Try Guys uh-huh. that are like big YouTubers. Um, so I like pulled a card I'm like not really allowed to pull today. Like we're in our Monday team meeting. I was like, you guys, I don't like know the Try Guys. They were before my time at BuzzFeed. But I was like, does anybody know them? Because I want to be cool and I want to like hook it up and figure out how to like uh. get a video message from one of them. Because she, when I told her I that they worked at the company I used to work at, it was like saying I was friends with Brad Pitt, you know, like she was like, you know the Try Guys? And I was like, well, to be fair, I don't know them. They just worked in my building. And she was like, I love the Try Guys. And we watched like hours of their YouTube videos. It was really fun. Uh that's it. That's me. How about you? How are you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. Um, I was just watching the QAnon doc. The, Ugh, I can't wait to watch this. Is it this. called Into the Storm or something at Q Into the Storm? Maybe it's on HBO. It's so fascinating. And not even like the whole like what are the conspiracies like oh they eat babies oh my goodness what is trump gonna do he's arresting all that stuff is so secondary like they give you the understanding of what people are why people are consuming it so ravenously but when you start seeing the people who are like okay these are the (laughs) the people behind it like the people who are one of them is definitely the person who's pretending to be cute. Really? Oh, for sure. Like wow. absolutely. And they all look a little like nervous like you're on to them. <laughs> um, so are you just asking everyone these questions? <laughs> uh One of the best parts of it is some of the people on YouTube who are disseminating the information, who are breaking it down so that you and I can understand it, are getting it from a curated website, which is getting it from the boards. They've actually never they they actually do not go on the place where Q posts. They're like, oh, I don't do that. It's kind of gross because there's a lot of fucking child porn on it. Oh, that's right. Uh huh. So they're well, like, there was, Oh, I don't really look over there. And it's like, well, you might not be getting any of this right
0: then. Well, that's something I was reading something about, they call it like, maybe it has it in the doc. I just need to watch the doc, but it's like pastel cue, and it's the term for like the world of like info, like Instagram slide yes. infographics that are like targeted largely to women and are like pastel colors and like, pretty fonts and making all that information like very palatable. And it's like it's crazy because I was looking at them. They look like what to us are the like Black Lives Matter or like anti-Asian hate posts and like these educational posts, but the actual text are about like – the exact inverse, basically. Yeah.
1: It's really fascinating, Doc, though. I've, uh, I heard such mixed things about it. And, and who knows, like the presentation or whatever. But when it gets down to it, there definitely get to some people who are like, what do you know? What, hap, what, hap, what hap? Who said... Um, but who else did you um, speak to? So do you think that's them, like,
0: truly worrying that they're going to get arrested? Or, like, what do you think their paranoia is about?
1: I think that... Um the people well it's that they'll be exposed for being like leaders within it. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And then the whole jig is up because these people don't know nothing. They don't know nothing.
0: Shall we get into the week's news? Let us. Well, just this weekend, uh our favorite new couple, Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian, were spotted out big like public debut uh they were in vegas for a ufc night ufc 260 was... literally
1: cannot think of a place where you get more droplets sprayed on you
0: i i'm not a ufc person huge surprise but this like bummed me out for courtney i was like wait, i i'm not like a boxing ufc fighting like all of it to me but
1: yeah, like in a pandemic, were are you going to indoor UFC? What are you talking about? I mean, we know they were vaccinated probably months ago. I'm yes, sure all the rich right. people were. So you're right.
0: So it was in the VIP section. It was, uh, Courtney and Travis seated together. And then what was kind of weird is it was like, clearly they were on a double date with, uh, machine gun, Kelly and mm-hmm. Megan Fox, who are another brand new couple. Um, and, you know, whatever, they were there, they were out, but suppose, so not the Amanda Hirsch, who has the, uh, that not skinny, not fat account posted this video that I was of the two of them. I watched it a couple of times. I'm not sure I believe it really is this, but I can see if you decide to believe it is where it's the person behind somebody. She, it's the video of the person sitting behind Travis and Courtney, and it looks like, Travis is like sucking on <laughs> Courtney's fingers. And I, honestly, it didn't bother me. <laughs> I mean, I gotta
1: wait, let me find this. I gotta, oh gosh. Okay. Um, I just was like, I don't know. I mean, again, there it Oh, of- yeah, he's sucking her fingers. Is he? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was absolutely. like, absolutely. He's definitely sucking your fingers, Jess. <laughs> okay, wait. I already Ain't watched no it. No questions about it. I was it. just like he could be holding it close to his mouth. Are I you don't know. did you watch the one where the person behind him I miss, I assume is machine gun Kelly is like, "Oh, aren't you guys so cute?" and they like start giggling? Did you watch that video? Yeah, I just didn't see
0: finger in mouth. I don't I I believe that I'm wrong is what I
1: will say. <laughs> I believe that I'm wrong, but Maybe it's uh, like a magic eye, and because you already told <laughs> me what I was supposed to see, I saw it. But I, I think there was some suckling there, and uh, also yicky yak. That's <laughs> we're doing that in public. I mean, best case scenario, it tastes like uh, hand sanitizer. I know they have like a sucking thing because they already have this
0: like Tootsie Roll Pop thing that they are pushing where they're always
1: constantly on Molly. Maybe
0: I don't know. They're like always (laughs) sucking on them. And then every time she's like hanging out with him, she posts or maybe they both post like a picture of their two Tootsie Roll Pops, like like a close shot of them on a table. And I'm like, what is it? What is the deal? I don't know. I guess, is this the sound of me turning on this couple that I w- was obsessed with as of like one week ago already?
1: <laughs> yeah, they've gone into the obnoxious zone. Just like any couple that you, like I- I- if we had a friend and we're like, oh my gosh, they're such a good couple. I'm so happy for them. And then they started sucking on fingers in front of you. You'd be like, get the fuck out. They cannot be invited <laughs> yes, anymore. Like,
0: it's like the combination of like a UFC fight in Vegas on a double date with a I don't know, a couple I think is lame. I'm not like a machine gun Kelly person. And I just am like everything about this is sort of like uh uh I don't know. It's just a little like uh no not for you, not for me. But so much so that I guess I chose to not see it, but I believe it happened. It can't
1: be happening. I don't it's, can- think it's, it's not that's not it. It's not that it's not that he's sniffing, which is
0: better. Anyways, speaking of Uh, sniffing, moving on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's better. better. Uh, Uh, Speaking (laughs) of sniffing, so our friend Kim got a present from her friend Gwyneth. She got one of those little, like, oh, here's a little press box thing. And Gwyneth gave her pal a Big old vibrator. (laughs) And a candle that says it smells like Kim's orgasm. As you remember, that is a callback to the candle that smells like Gwyneth's vagina. Yep. Well, this candle smells like Kim's orgasm. Uh, oh, oh, I, oh, (laughs) I just... This like Kim has turned the corner from what is going to happen to her to being the horniest person alive immediately.
0: I I didn't expect it. I don't know why she's never been a prude, but yeah, I think she it was very buttoned up during their or it was her horniness was only presented in the context of Kanye, like in the um. That music video where they're like humping on a motorcycle together. But that's together. been since
1: so that was before Not a Nord, long time ago. You know? yeah. So yeah, she Goop sent her this little gift package, um, Kim's box of tricks. Uh, also, Goop feels like it's a conflict of interest between Goop and Poosh. <gasps> I didn't even think about that. Oh, because Courtney mad. definitely has given out sex toys before. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's a double sided Ah. vibrator. Double-sided
0: wand yeah. vibrator. I love that it's titled Goop Wellness. I, I don't that. know
1: if I want. <laughs> I mean, Goop is such a great name for lubricant, though, right? I was going <laughs> to say,
0: if Goop pivoted purely into, like, sex toys realm,
1: the name makes is a perfect fit. It's disgusting, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only is Kim getting vibrators and candles that smell like her own orgasms, but she's also, over the weekend, started watching Bridgerton yes famously horny netflix series that i have been frankly too afraid to watch me too (laughs) i I am intimidated by the horniness i
0: felt like as soon as i clocked how like yeah oh truly horny it made everybody
1: i was like Okay, I guess I got to really save this for when I'm fully ready. <laughs> well, I just don't know that you have time in your day for this horniness. <laughs>
0: People got to work. We got things to do. We can't yes. just spend an hour in the evening watching beautiful history historical porn.
1: And then letting your husband slam you for hours. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but she, yeah, she seemed like she was feeling it. Yes she
1: well also she's doing the thing where she's doing it through her Instagram stories watching it um, I guess as we speak last night and she's like giving away things she's like oh my god I am not okay oh my god I'm dying you're like but she's actually like showing you the clips and you're like you're spoiling it. That's why uh, yeah I clipped. I like uh,
0: clicked through it really fast because I, I do want to watch it someday and I was like Kimberly
1: stop. I guess she is at least like with Tiger King. She's watching it six months later. That's true. you can't really be too upset with her for spoiling it, I guess.
0: I know. It's just annoying.
1: And also, like, is it a big mystery that the two main characters are probably going to have a will-they-won't-they? I mean, come on. (laughs) That's like every... I... I my show is a comedy. It's not even a romance, but that's like literally how Jake and Amy started. Like, you know, like it's just how it is. She's allowed. And
0: I, I'm always weirdly delighted when anyone in the family is like, like actually, because they feel like they exist in this bubble. It's so weird to me when they watch shows that we all can watch and do watch. Like, that feels so crazy to me. Like, it's the same thing when Chrissy Teigen's like going off about 90 Day Fiance. I'm like, I mean, you can get 90, it goes to your home. But literally, Chrissy
1: Teigen could not be more like every, like, average woman in America, other than being like too, too stunning. Uh, a little funnier than all of us and very good at (laughs) cooking. And gosh, I guess she's just a lot better, but um, (sighs) she's so great that it annoys people. Like that's, what's interesting about Chrissy. She's not annoying. She's so great. She's annoying. And people are really confused about how they feel because they think they're just annoyed, but they're not. No,
0: (laughs) no. It is like a, a really special combination of like a new kind of jealousy because it's not just like a box of, check of jealousy that everyone normally knows of like oh you're very beautiful oh you're very rich that's annoying it's like a combination of like some a new kind of jealousy of like you're funny and I like you
1: and your life isn't perfect Mm -hmm. and like you've been through some really hard stuff people actually don't kiss your ass and you know it and you like it's yeah also how do we feel about her leaving Twitter I'm
0: sad she I think she's a real presence but I actually loved the way that she phrased it you know which was like she was it wasn't like her saying I've been bullied off Twitter it was her saying like I there is a piece of me that needs too much from this space uh, and I don't like that about myself like I don't think it's a blame thing as much as like I related to the way that she was wording it you know which is about like this place is this place I need it to be something else than what it is yeah for it to like be worth my time you know I
1: mean it's like most toxic relationships we agree to engage it yeah
0: and I think it's healthy the same way when any friend quits any social media, quits drinking, quits anything. I think it's like a moment of being like, hey, it's not necessarily about the medium itself being toxic for everybody. The way it interacts with my system is not good for me. And like, it's not a finger wag at the people who still choose to
1: participate in it. I do think I just came up with the really great new lingo, which is when you break up with someone you say, I'm deleting this account.
0: Oh, that's him! I'm deleting this app.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: I like that, especially because oftentimes we return to the app, and the app—it's uh-huh. like that We're little looking cloud. it up but-
1: on our web browser. <laughs> <laughs> I cloud. deleted it, but I do go check in a lot. I have a burner account. <laughs> it's it's a perfect one to one. Oh,
0: speaking of, of deleting and moving forward. Oh God. Our
1: segues are so good today. It's so
0: good. It's crazy. I told you
1: we record before sunset or better.
0: We're better. I completely agree. You said, let's do it before sunset. And I was like, that is a perfect goal. Oh yeah. Uh, Chloe posted this weekend. She was in the final stages of moving out of the home. She shared with Tristan in Bratanal, Ohio, uh, Mm -hmm. Cleveland. It Mm -hmm. was the the Mm -hmm. house that we all got familiar with um, during her Cleveland days when Tristan was playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers and before his move to Boston. Uh, So it was like her kind of, it seemed like alone. Um, I probably don't believe she was packing up the house on her own, but it was sort of this like, nice post about the house. And she was like, I'm in Cleveland packing up the Cleveland house and this will be goodbye. I'll miss this view so much showing, uh, the view of Lake Erie. Uh, so it was actually a house that Tristan bought, uh, is in a gated community. Uh, and then they sold it cause they are off to Massachusetts, five bedroom, I- 5.5 bath. Um, and Oh, she kind of, the only thing that was really cute was she told the story of how, the house has a fish tank with a bunch of fishies in it, this beautiful fish tank, and that the people who originally owned it had asked that Tristan and thereby Chloe keep it, keep the fish tank and keep the fish so that they didn't have to be uprooted. And they did. And then the deal they made with the new owners uh, who are taking it, they agreed to do the same. So everybody is just taking care of
1: these beautiful fishies so they don't have to move homes, which is nice. That's nice. Now, I'm looking at the photos of this house and it is bleak. It's I
0: got to tell you, it's grim. This house has bad juju. I don't I I really can't I mean the styling is not for me. It's never this is never my style of decor, but like I'm telling you, like it's so weird because we know. I was like it's interesting to me that she did this post because I think we could all pre- pretty much assume that a lot of her like uh, Cleveland days are tainted with a lot of really sad memories. I know mm-hmm. it's where True is born, but it's also where like so many of the darkest chapters of her recent life have happened. So it's, it was sort of like this. We- this house has like a weird energy. Gloomy. Just even- it looks
1: gloomy. Yes.
0: Yeah, and the lake view. I'm sure in like the summer,
1: maybe it's like a totally different view. But it's also, really like
0: gloomy can look
1: good. Gloomy can look good depending on the way that we're looking at it. Like
0: yeah. I think
1: the Pacific Northwest is so beautiful. Yeah, and, you know, it's something about this house, the way the windows are, like in the skylight in this bathroom. It just is like sad looking. Yeah. And look at that, like Death Star over True's bed. <laughs>
0: Too big, right? How oversized is it's that so terrifying big. light?
1: And what if it fell? Just what if I it know! fell and impaled one of the future generations of the Kardashians? We would never forgive
0: ourselves. No. But uh, so I, I really had the same feeling as you, and it was like a good riddance feeling. I was like, yeah, get out of that house. It's I hated. Like, and when she cool. was like alone and pregnant and self shooting herself in that house, like yeah. I always hated the episodes set there. Like the whole Cleveland chapter, and it's not about Cleveland as a city. It's about just like the vibe of Chloe's life yeah. and the, the, the Chloe we knew was like performing this like great life where she's like alone all the time in Cleveland, pregnant yeah. and away from her family, which is we know for everyone in this family, they do not like being away from their families, you yeah. know, like they don't want to live outside of Hidden Hills. So uh, I'm curious though. I would love to see the Boston house whenever we get, Eyes on
1: that. I'm curious how that'll all work out. Um, I also over the weekend I finished watching my so-called life. Oh yay! I rewatched it. I really gotta if anyone knows Winnie Holzman, let me know. I would like to chat with Winnie Holzman, the creator of the show. Oh yeah. I'm obsessed with it and got so it's- jealous of that that it it's set in pints. It's set in Pittsburgh, and uh, my friend lives in Pittsburgh, and I was like, I'm so jealous you got to grow up. You got to grow up in the place where uh, Angela Chase got to grow up.
0: (laughs) I never knew that was Pittsburgh. I always assumed it was like Altadena or like uh, Pasadena, like in my memory – but of course cuz it gets snowy and cold mm-hmm. cuz there's the episode where the woman freezes to death. Oh,
1: spoiler. Gosh. I you're mean just nobody like knows. Him.
0: Nobody knows which well, one. Also oh, because that, that was 30 years
1: ago does not say, give you the I gets like a 2 month pass on Bridgerton. I have to get a pass on my I'm so-called. sorry. I like have gone through a deep dive. I should have talked about this instead of QAnon, on, but uh truly obsessive about the show and claire danes was like 13 in the pilot but then she's 15 mm. for the rest of it and jordan catalano is i don't even want to say jared leto but because i like jordan Le- Le- uh, jordan catalano i'm with game. you
0: i love jordan i hate jared
1: <laughs> but he was 21 so they're all making oh. out and it's like that's a big gap that's, that's a, a lot that's weird six now six year gap um and Ugh. the parents relationship is so different and in my late 30s watching it now because they're probably younger than us right like (laughs) oh god I hate that it's great though I watch I rewatch it every few years and I'm like yep I still love it and not just in a nostalgia way I like legitimately think it's shot so well and it's so good it captures if you want to watch I do want to watch and I
0: I've told you this before. I wrote letters to ABC, like physical handwritten (gasps) letters when they canceled it. It was like, I remember like sobbing into my pillow. Yeah. Um,
1: And it's only one season, right? Or two? only one season. But then I went on a deep dive. So if you have any questions about where these characters were going to go in the future, I'd be happy to talk with you about the subject. I think it is so
0: special. And I, yeah, I would want to, maybe I'll make my niece watch it and see what how if she relates she might still be a little too young but.
1: well i think she would relate i think you know it's <laughs> like like i said uh claire Danes is 13 in the pilot Ooh, i wonder but i don't yeah. think she's playing a 13 year old so i feel like she's like 15 right yeah 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 i guess like or she's a, supposed to be enough time passed that somehow she was 15 when she started filming it i don't understand how math works but um but it's great it's great um all right kylie uh, Kylie, I just say before we even say what it is, this has been irking me in multiple and like levels of irking uh-huh. this story. Yes, for good
0: reason. It's weirdly complicated. So let's see and tell me if we get it wrong. But basically, now I guess like probably closer to two weeks ago. There, this was a Kylie Jenner GoFundMe controversy is what we're diving into. So a makeup artist named Samuel Rauda, who who previously has done makeup for Kylie, is, I think, not a current makeup artist, perhaps. Let's not confuse but this person for Ariel. It's not Arielle. It's, this is not like her regular makeup artist, but has worked for Kylie before. Got into a very, very serious car accident and... Uh, suffered some serious injuries, um, and his family set up a GoFundMe for for it. Um, and so, sorry, I got lost for a second, to yes, help to pay help. for the medical expenses.
1: <laughs> I think it's like $90,000 for the brain surgery he needed and you know, recovery and stuff, which is also like, this is, this is where the problems start coming in for me. Let's, let's, let's just remember I have a problem with $90,000 for brain surgery. So yes, Kylie shares the GoFundMe link through her Instagram. And also you can see that she donated $5,000 herself and people went fucking nuts on her. Yeah. They were like, um, she's a billionaire. Why is she only Donating. $5,000. What's happening with this? Yes. And I
0: think it rightfully irked everybody of like to see a $5,000 donation and ask. I mean, anytime I think rich people ask for donations for things, I think. I mean, even when Zach Braff was like asking for people to help fund his movie, you know, years ago,
1: people were like, "What?" Big like, big distinction, just... big distinction, though. But as what I mean, though, yes. is I
0: think that at any point, it's like it rightfully makes people feel crazy,
1: you know? Yeah, like I'm like Sarah McLaughlin, you fucking pay for the ASPCA <laughs> with your arms of it... an angel money. You go fucking yeah. save those cats.
0: I don't think it's ever <laughs> wrong for people to be like, "Wait, but you have a lot." More than we have. Why yeah. are you asking? So comic it,
1: relief, it, fuck you guys. y'all give them your money. <laughs> yeah,,
0: so people were like <laughs> sh- tweeting a lot and dragging Kylie a lot. And then she posted. And this is what she posted. I feel it's important to Instagram. Um, I feel it's important for me to clear up this false narrative that I've asked fans for money and I'm not paying for my makeup artist's medical bills. Sam isn't my makeup artist and unfortunately, we don't have a personal relationship anymore. But I have worked with him a few years ago and think he is the sweetest. I saw my current makeup artist and friend, Ariel, post about Sam's accident and his family's GoFundMe and I called Ariel immediately to see what happened to Sam. After learning in more detail about the accident, it compelled me to visit his GoFundMe, which was set at 10K. They had already raised 6K, so I put in 5K to reach the original goal, and thought I'd post on my stories to gain more awareness if anyone also felt compelled to share or donate. I don't know how all of this got so twisted, but his family has reached out through Ariel and are very appreciative of all the donations, prayers, and love towards Sam, which was meant to clear it up. And... I get it. And she says, anyone that knows me knows that I do things from the heart and I try to be helpful whenever whenever I can be. Let's all stay positive and keep Sam, his family, and anyone you know who is going through a difficult time in our prayers. I hope you have a beautiful day and let's encourage each other to help. So the GoFundMe is now, it was up to $120,000 and it currently sits at $101,000. So it's obviously like shot up quite a bit. Here's my beef, and I want to hear your – It's like that she didn't anticipate that blowback to me is like, come on. I understand if that is the ser- series of steps that occurred and how she views it. And like, I did the thing I was supposed to do. But it's like, billionaires d- should not be posting GoFundMes.
1: Yeah. What do you think? I think that when Kylie Jenner posts it, more people will – probably donate and maybe some of her friends yeah getting this person money I think she couldn't have said it more clearly she don't fuck with him no more yeah she gave five thousand dollars to someone she doesn't even like yes I see what you're saying you know what I'm saying? And everyone's like, yeah. how dare you? Like she could have given him nothing. I think she gave him $5,000 of fuck you get well soon money. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: That's like the yes. time that
1: I like stopping being friends with someone, didn't go to their wedding, but sent them a couple hundred dollars as a gift. And I was like, I don't yeah. like you. Bye bye. You know? Yes. Uh- <laughs> yes. <laughs> so right, I like- mean, how- what would you do? Even if you had all the money in the world when you don't like somebody, I mean, maybe I'm just like really projecting this, but that's what's like. She no, I it see pretty it as, clearly. Yes. I think, I think it's tough.
0: I think, you know what? I think it's fine. I think it's also just like, she can't then be upset that people don't know the intricacies of the relationship, you know? Cause she has to know by this point that people are going to be like, what Kylie's makeup artist got hurt. Cause the, just the bare bones of the story read like that, you know? Yeah. And it's like the Kylie's makeup artist got hurt and she's asking for money. I think she absolutely is not obligated to pay for some anybody's anything, but I think it's she can't be surprised that people interpreted it the way that they did.
1: Yeah, it's almost as if that there's nothing when it comes to philanthropy, there's nothing Kylie could give that would be enough, I believe. Absolutely. Um, it's sort of like when I got upset with that Mrs. X. Bezos when I was like, you gave $1.2 billion. Fuck you. That percentage wise to your net worth is less than I give to, like percentage percentage wise of my money. So yes, it's but like, also, yeah, it's it's a, you're damned.
0: If you do, you're damned if you don't. And so that's my, I think that's why it's like, Here's- I don't think she's obligated to pay for that at all. But I also think that like, you can't be like, I hate how twisted this got. It's like, well, People oh, are gonna I, go
1: off of what they like are assuming you did. I I also think that she's not like being like my feelings are hurt. I think she like I'm clearing up this fault. This is again, this is another fuck you. I don't like this person. I think she's yeah. saying fuck you multiple times in this post to Sam. I don't think I think she hates Sam. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) I see it now. I don't. I'll be honest.
0: I didn't see it as I read it. But I see it now. I hear the I see the word choice as painting it.
1: Yeah. Very. He says, no, thank you, Sam. Here's my other bigger problem. Why does he have to pay $90,000 for brain surgery? I think like we keep telling people to donate money for stuff. And I think it's great. We should all donate money, but like we are not, and I know this is not about this, but like there are the root cause of this is that we have systems in place that are preventing people from getting the care the necessities they need met. Like we're, the, and so at the crux of it, it's like, I guess if we just tax the billionaires, we don't have to scream at them. Yes. I think that's the
0: core of it is like, but that's not on her. No, that's it's go vote not, for people,
1: you know, that's,
0: that is the heart of it, which is that like the fact that we've entered like a GoFundMe economy, especially as it relates to healthcare is like a huge, it's a horrific shame, you know, like that's, Absolutely, and the idea—it's the two prong. There shouldn't be billionaires, and there should not be GoFundMe healthcare. Like also, that's,
1: I'm, we must remember Kylie's actually not a billionaire. She yes greatly inflated her net worth, and not that she's not worth no money, but. She may need to watch those pennies. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I don't Uh, like Kylie anyway that much. Like I think she's, uh, I don't know. I I don't care for her. I don't think people that age should get that much money. I don't think it's going to create a great personality. But is it on her to pay for anyone that she's ever met to have like their surgeries taken care of? No, No. it's not. It's just not on her. And you, you can not like her for every reason, but like, you know, clearly Sam did something bad. <laughs> and I want to know like me if too. he survives, if Sam makes it. No, I'm be- that's terrible. I hope he's okay. <laughs> but I also want to know what Sam did. Also, I could be totally wrong. I just feel like, no, that is I, what I'm I, kidding. It's you know? resonating. It's resonating. <laughs> I'm I'm
0: like, Oh, did he fuck over Ariel? Like, is that how She knows about it is because anyways, well, we got to get to the bottom of it. But in terms of paying for those medical bills, Kylie herself is going to have to work a little bit harder because she was dethroned this week as Instagram's estimated highest paid celebrity for sponsored posts. Uh, Just Jared has a list of all the celebrities. The order in general kind of weirded me out. Like there were people who I was surprised. It was like, many people after Beyonce. And I was like, wait, what? But Kylie was the person you had to shell out the most money for, uh, in order to get her to put up a sponsored post. So that means you're a boxy charms. You're like weird (laughs) fucking waist trainers, whatever the weird ones are that she still does. Uh, that cost per post is $986,000 to reach her 223 million followers. But guess who is in first place? It is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's right. If you want to reach his 225 million followers, so just if you're counting, that's two more, two million more. You got to shell out a very weird little amount, not little, weird amount, which is $1,015,000 per post.
1: well, I'm sure that's like an average, correct? Like a yeah, median? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. math involved to get that number, you guys. Yes. But, do you think this is like celebrity net worth where I'll like, I'll every now and then I'll just like look up my friends? And yeah. one was like, <laughs> one had Nicole Byer, my, one of my good friends, Jess's good friends too. She <laughs> does all right for herself. Yeah. It had me making so much more money than her that I literally was like LOL, LOL these are so inaccurate. Why does it think I have 2 million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> does it know I rent in a neighborhood that's going down fast? <laughs> going
0: down. <laughs> I do think these are probably bullshit like these numbers cuz I I also because There's also a piece that is intangible, which is that it is not that they are discerning. You know, it's not just that, you know, and and that's an intangible piece in terms of the inflation of the rate. It's not like a house in a neighborhood necessarily. It's like they also that you can just pay if you have the right amount of money. It's like they even if a company has the amount of money, it has to be something that they want to post, you know, because they don't need it. They don't need it. And so that is a hard part of like determining the price.
1: You know, now, I do think that while even if the rock had was neck and neck with the number of followers, he well his audience is going to be completely different for one thing. So, yeah, you know, but- exactly.
0: The audience is a huge piece of it, too, though.
1: But I watched an Instagram story where he chugged a full bottle of his own tequila and I was like, bravo. What? I mean, if that's the kind of content... I mean, granted, I think you're lying. That's water in there. But if that's I the was kind gonna of say. content we're putting out there, the rock chugging a bottle of tequila, I will take it any day of the week over Miss Kylie sitting in front of a mirror. I mean, that is sort of... There is, like, there this idea of, like...
0: Mm, mm, trusting a celebrity is so crazy and we and and just liking them and liking what they say and do and like I was talking about it because my parent my mom is very obsessed with Shaq (laughs) and And is obsessed sell
1: anything anything
0: and so and they're obsessed with the fact that our speaking of great lovely pals our friend Betsy has a shot a scene in a, in the movie, uh, Hubie Halloween, the Halloween movie that came out last year on Netflix with Adam Sandler and our dear friend Betsy Sodaro has a scene with Shaq. And my mom like brings it up constantly. Cause she's like, ha- I don't, I didn't know until I told her that Betsy shot it, that she has like a clear infatuation with Shaq. <laughs> and my mom was like going on and on this weekend about like how Shaq could sell her anything. And I was like, well, he does. So I think you're in luck. I Are was like, feeling- that man is like you, it's he's on his he, it's like a a rush in this last year. Like he had a he had a tax lien like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> is, is that what happened or we just no? Okay. I don't think he does. I think he just yeah. probably there's just celebrities I think who suddenly are like, hey, you know
1: what? Let's just cash this. Let's cash out. It did make me think like, does he owe someone money? What's happening <laughs> here? Because he is throwing his name behind auto insurance, gold bond. Uh, anything he's selling uh frosted flakes he's selling i'm trying to think of all the other things
0: he has a fried chicken restaurant in glendale oh we must go and
1: I've gotten it delivered it's delicious oh what's the name what mm-hmm. is it it
0: has a very it better
1: be called chicken shacken chicken, chicken? Nope. I can't make it work it's called big chicken <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, it's called big chicken it's in glendale and then there's one in um vegas and okay the, the list is very funny there's a shack attack is a sandwich charles uh-huh. barkley is one of the sandwiches it's a very small menu oh no it's making me hungry
1: um, um i will say i also too really like shaquille o'neal so i get it he played for LSU and while I don't follow sports, oh. I'm from Louisiana and I went to basketball camp at LSU and I was in oh. junior high and he seems great.
0: He seems great. It just is this thing of like, man, the money, the money to it's just it's got to be weird to be a celebrity and know that it's just like running a net through, you know, a, a big pond with fish in it like you're just like you could just get it well, it's just
1: there you I know? think of it as like a big whale going through the ocean opening it's yeah. mouth yes I like that visual <laughs> just like unhinging its jaw and just like it's just money it's and- all plankton or, or a little krill. <clears throat> it's little krill, krill,
0: uh-huh. except it's millions so then last <laughs> but not least this actually tips a bit of the episode so I'll, I'll but this we'll we'll get to it but this week's storyline involved um kendall you know exploring the idea of motherhood and during the the episode promotion during the episode chris posted you got this uh at kendall jenner and put a baby bottle uh the emoji for a baby bottle in it and kendall had to respond after people were like losing it and responded retweeted and said mom this looks like a pregnancy announcement with the cry emoji and the like face palm emoji,
1: and which Chris said, "Do you not remember when I tried to out you for proactive?" <laughs> it's like, "Look,
0: I know how to make my kids do things." So
1: I didn't just sell my soul. I sold. It was a package deal, honey. None of us have souls anymore.
0: Long gone.
1: <laughs> um,
0: that's it. Do you want
1: to maybe take a quick break? Let's take a break. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? You guys know Jessica and I talk all the time about our therapist and how much we love her and how important mental health is to us. That's why we're excited to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment that's so convenient. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. Now, better help is not self-help. It's professional counseling. So that means you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, which is really important right now because we cannot be leaving to go to a waiting room. No, thank you. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need. Plus, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. One of the best things now that everyone's telecommuting is that this service is available for clients worldwide, and there's a broad range of expertise which maybe you don't have available in your area. And these are licensed therapists, professional counselors, and they're specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQA matters, grief, self-esteem, and anything you share is confidential. You guys should really try out BetterHelp. It's convenient, professional, affordable. And you can go check out their site. They have new testimonials posted daily so you can see what other people are saying about BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It is professional counseling. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener of It, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Join over the eight hundred thousand people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp H E L P dot slash Kardashian. It. We're back. Wait, back. We are doing it. We're back.
0: We're back. We're doing it. We oh. have the second episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians season twenty. No comment. I didn't. Is it called no comment? No okay. comment. No comment. Um. It's, it's a lot goes on. Um, we have a couple storylines. Mm-hmm. What might they be?
1: Um, <laughs> You're fast right now. You just are like totally blank. I just the like first... looked at my
0: notes and was like,
1: I usually put it at
0: the top. And I was like, where did I put it? <laughs>
1: okay. All right, we got uh, one. Uh, does Kendall want kids? Maybe she mm-hmm. should babysit. Number two, we got uh, Chloe doesn't want people knowing about her and Tristan just yet. And Scott made a comment. Hence yep. the no comment. And then three, yep. we got... Kim gonna be okay while this divorce happens? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Perfect. So, I think the cold open is also very interesting, and it was Ugh. if only it could have been released over the summer when people were so mad at Kylie I for know. being a part of the WAP video,
0: I know. this was, I mean, this is like iconic, historic footage now uh, yes. because, yeah, this vi- this song, this video go down in true history. And I was like dying to see it all. Just seeing yes. the behind the scenes of the WAP video. We've got Kylie. We see that she's taken some, she's
1: like taken shots. Corey kissing loose. the right ass. He knows. Ugh, also, he knows. does Kylie have a tattoo on her butt that I've missed? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I didn't know that. It looks like a little like I know she has that little red heart tattoo, but it looks like another like some sentence written on her butt.
0: Um, now it's like ringing a bell. We should Google, but I don't feel like it right um,
1: now. So Chris is thanking Cardi B for letting Kylie be in the video. And Cardi's like, are you kidding me? I literally prayed to the Lord and then Chris is like, "Well, let's go see Kylie." And she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I can't do it." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, Cardi B fangirling over Kylie is—it's like an upside uh,
0: down world." I know, which is so important to see. Like, you know, I remember when this video came out too, and and all the other women that appear in the video, like everybody, like tweeted and posted about how like, and I've seen other women like female celebrities post about how Cardi is so supportive of like other women and that it is this like really defining piece of her that she is really kind and Mm. really, really, really supportive of other women in the industry. And I feel like this sort of is this peek at it, you know, that she doesn't really buy into any of the, like, assumed competition or disdain that, like, especially, you know, that they're peers and they're both such huge celebrities in similar ways right now. And it's just this, like, really sweet moment between the two of them. And they're like – talking about their kids like Kylie's asking about culture and like there it's that was another crazy piece that they're both like young moms yes. in this like iconic moment in their lives and then Kylie, Kylie's like oh thank you it's the highlight of my career lol lol Oh, and like, I loved. uh, Yeah. And they're just sort of like gushing over each other. Cardi's like, you, your body looks wow. To which, of course, you know, Kylie has to make a negative comment about her body. Oh, my
1: gosh. (laughs) I was just listening to this is going to be a podcast recommendation. It's called Maintenance Phase. It's a podcast Mm. by, um, oh, her name. I know her as your fat friend on um, Twitter, but I think I have it somewhere. It's. Oh, yeah. um, I can't remember her name and I'm so sorry, but, um, she's, I think it's Aubrey something and I just can't remember her last name, but okay. it's why fat friend on Twitter. And she has okay. a podcast called maintenance phase. And this week they were talking about weight watchers. And then they got into this whole thing, uh, about how, like, I forget what the name of it is that there's like a syndrome or like a, a, a something that where people get in a group and complain about themselves so like Weight Watchers is like people kind of grieving their lives you know moving through the world in these fat bodies and how god wait they can't wait to be thinner and all the things they can do and that it's very similar to women getting together to be like ugh, I look so fat in these pants or like ugh, I hate my legs and people like your legs I hate my arms and it's like this talk that women do and men can do it as well. I don't. I don't know that it's something I hear as much with guys, but um, it also like studies have shown that it leads to um, uh, fewer relationships, unhealthier relationships, and less orgasms. <laughs> Whoa! Because it's people who are like, I don't like my body, and I want it and like, I think you shouldn't like my body, and they like say it out loud. So it's probably hard to like feel really good while you're naked. <laughs>
0: It's also this thing that like, it, it's so generational. Like I think, especially, yeah, like I grew up hearing, you know, and I, and I think my mom trying to limit that stuff, but you hear like that that's a piece of connectivity for women and with their friends and with their sisters or whatever it is, that it's like this really normalized sort of bonded space, you know, yeah. and that it's almost like in the same way that it would be rude to not return a compliment, like these sort of knee jerk responses that like especially women are conditioned to to give and do uh, that. Yeah, that that would be weird almost for yes. you to not share in that space. And you would look like an
1: other among women. Yes. Or that it'd what, be mean, you know. One of my favorite things about my relationship, my my friendship with you and Trish is that you guys don't do that because as a fat woman, I've had many thin friends throughout my lifetime and, you know, s- still do, but who talk about themselves in a negative manner. And then I'm like, if you are so afraid that you look fat at your size, what I'm hearing is you would be destroyed to look like me. Yeah. And so like, that's all I hear whenever people, and it's not like, well, Marcy, get over yourself. It's like, no, that's all, all people here. But I
0: and I hear a version of that, too, whenever I've hear like there's always there's a version of that always. And to me, it is this like really toxic daisy chain and that like Mm -hmm. and that there is this very simple answer, which is not talking about our bodies in that way to unless we just like we if there is something we absolutely need to share or ask about, but that like that you can model it and that it is there's so many other things, <laughs> yeah. so many other ways to talk to I each other. I mean, just other, think you know? about it.
1: If you are always like talking about some other part of you, that's like, oh, this, like I have this like weird sore that stinks and you just brought it up all the time. And people are like, Goodness. <laughs> go but it would be like, like <laughs> go get it treated and see a doctor, but like I don't well, even hear about it at dinner, you know? <laughs> and the idea of
0: just like like okay, we both have brown hair right now. And the idea that if like we hung out all the time and all I talked about was like how unattractive I felt with this hair like and this constant of just that I assume I'm allowed to take this space up and that it wouldn't reflect on how I see the people across from me and around me is crazy
1: and there's such a little responsibility about that you know it's really interesting especially like in this moment and Cardi's well, not Cardi when Kylie is like oh I've gained weight it's a way of like centering herself in the conversation yeah Cardi says Kylie you look amazing and she says I've put on weight this conversation is about me My body is kind of, my body is what I think is most important. I don't think, I don't care what you say about my body. Uh, And your body is not on my mind at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The centering is so interesting. It's like meant to be like deferential, but it's actually like uh, preferential, I guess. Yes. And saying like, no, me
1: though, me though. Yeah. It's so, yeah. It's so interesting because. I just was
0: like, you know, it's just like Kylie, you like it's such a sweet moment of these like huge, rich, powerful, sexy women. And it's just like, oh, I'm fat. And it's like, Kylie, shut up.
1: We're I'm about to she... go and be like be gorgeous. You know, Maybe like she meant like I. Yes, I look good because I gained some weight. <laughs> I will happily view it. I like that
0: version. Let's say uh, it's that. So
1: then which storyline do we want to do? Um, let's go ahead and jump into Kendall because who? well or should we do oh boy it's so hard to know they all intertwine let's do chloe yeah Yeah. chloe then because
0: the other two then can we can ping pong a bit oh Um, she said ping pong because she's
1: reading in her notes oh my god (laughs) you're right (laughs) my notes are really fucking with me today (laughs) so we are in malibu playing ping pong with scott and kim chloe's watching Chloe says, Scott, I sure got a lot of action from the comment you made on my Instagram.
0: And the Instagram in
1: question is a photo, a good American promotion where I'm sure she's showing some beautiful part um, of her body and beauty, her beauty. And uh, Scott commented, Tristan is a lucky man Hmm. and tagged him in town at Tristan <laughs>
0: <laughs> which I like <laughs> which is like I mean we could get into the layers later of like him ogling the sisters because he also has a moment with Kendall later yes. but it's just like but I mean, we we know that this is a long-standing we we're just talking about it with last week's episode but he's openly horny for Chloe which is not even the point of the storyline but oh. we find out that because so many people were commenting and it got became headlines uh that chloe deleted it to Mm. quote get rid of unnecessary drama to which scott's like what it was my opinion i'm allowed to share my opinion
1: yeah it's kim like has a moment where i was like she's under a lot of stress you can tell because yeah she kind of pops off she snaps at chloe because chloe's like i don't want people figuring like i don't want people talking about it while i'm trying to figure it out and blah blah blah, the people and then Kim goes i'm so over you bowing down to what the public thinks and i was like girl you are talking about yourself right now yes
0: this is a very very projecty moment Mm -hmm. and and it, we kind of then get Scott really like sticking up for Tristan, which becomes more of a thing over the course of the episode. But he's like, you know, finally, this guy's being a really good guy. And he, what is What about him in this situation? And, you know, Ugh. he What about, you know, him feeling like you're still embarrassed about
1: him? You know, this is classic television writing where you have a character who is trying to give advice. Like, let's say I'm trying to give advice to Jessica and I'm like, you know what? I think you and Tim just need to have more open communication. And if Tim scratches you or won't let you pet him, you just have to like be okay with it. And if he and if he shits on the floor, you just have to figure out what you can do to help him not shit on the floor. And then you're like, Marcy, this is about you. This is about you. Scott this is about you. He was just like, well, he doesn't want to feel embarrassed. He's trying so hard. He's trying to be a good man. He's sorry for his mistakes. <laughs> what does he have to do? You've got and three kids together.
0: Why do you just want to have kids with him, but you don't want to be his girlfriend? <laughs> oh my God. It is so, uh, cause I did, I have, a, I had him where I was like, shut up, Scott, why are you fucking? And then I was like, oh, he's not talking about Tristan. Yeah, he doesn't give a himself. fuck.
1: Yeah. himself and then Ugh. yeah Chloe's like I just don't want to answer to other people when I don't have the answers for myself which is all fair but you just have to think at a certain point these people who can't leave Instagram have to stop looking at the comments
0: I I mean th- this is the dance even on the microcosm we know people like this mm-hmm. you know where it's just like I hate the way that people respond on Instagram and it's like I know a very simple solution which is to stop Yes, posting or going on the site that is wrecking your life and affecting the decisions you are making. Oh boy, you know, I know that their lives require it on some level in their minds, but like that is also on the table. But oh, absolutely, we get a we get a nice little visit from North, who's like practically a teenager. She walked in, I was like, oh, Oh.
1: um, and she uh, they uh, she trots in wearing Skims. First of all. She's wearing Johnson. those little fuzzy uh, lounge skims.
0: <laughs> so cute. Looks so much like Kanye. It's crazy to me. And then <laughs> Chloe asks, which uh, is her favorite brother? And she says
1: Psalm because he's not that annoying. I love the phrasing <laughs> of that because she was like, I'm going to be honest. He's annoying, but he's not that annoying like some <laughs> other brothers. <Huh. laughs> Also, who asked, who asked that question? This family. Who's your There's favorite some... brother? What weird. What a, what a nothing question. Chloe's trying to really divide the family a lot in this episode. She did yes. something weird with Penelope later, too. <laughs> very, very
0: wonderfully weird.
1: Okay, then we get
0: Tristan and Scott romantically
1: overlooking the water. (laughs) Oh,
0: this Malibu house. I'm so glad we did the deep dive to learn the story of it, because it really is like
1: breathtaking.
0: And let's never forget. This is their like consolation uh, home for the summer. Well,
1: you say that and then they go on a real long ramble about how great California is you got the the beach and then there's a desert
0: desert you got a san diego i've never been and then there's a san
1: francisco too oh (laughs) yeah
0: yeah we got it all we got it all yeah this sort of strange like impersonal chit chat between tristan and scott now i will say in general this is kind of the most we're getting of tristan on camera i'm i feel for him he's green He's pretty tough on camera. He's really young and he's nervous and he's like, there's a lot of like a jibber jabber, you know, and a lot of like talking over. And it's actually, I bring it up not to drag him as much as to point out how this is, again, it's very easy to drag this family as if the show isn't work. And I feel so aware in Tristan scenes, how good the rest of them are and how much you don't, how much they don't talk over each other how much you understand what the infor- the information that they're conveying, what their s- emotional responses are, because Tristan's
1: is just like a bit fumbly. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's work. It's well, work. I think about this podcast and how, especially now that we're over Zoom, that in normal conversation, uh, I've heard people call it overtalk. Is very mm-hmm. normal. And it's not even considered rude, especially if you're from the East Coast. Overtalk is like a very, it's just a regional thing that people do to be like, I hear what you're saying and I'm going to add on. And mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm, yeah, like mm-hmm. I said, not rude. But we have to work really hard not to do that on this podcast because we know that people have a hard time hearing it. Mm-hmm. So so he doesn't know that he can't interrupt people while they're talking, even though he right. normally could at dinner.
0: Yes, exactly. It's like you can just feel it's like because he's a good listener and he seems like a generally nice guy, uh, but it is just like an awareness. But so they get talking and Scott asks him, you know, about how does he feel about that Instagram comment situation? So Tristan's like, you know, it it, it didn't feel great and that he doesn't like feeling like a secret. Yeah. And Scott's really gassing him up, you know? I mean, you've been a good dad. You've been a good partner. If only people knew
1: how much you've had to work. I mean, he's, again, talking about himself. I know. And it's so funny because he's, like, trying to put
0: themselves in this same boat and, like, make Chloe kind of the bad guy and Tristan is the one that has to remind Scott and is like yeah well you know
1: I put her in that position so I have to understand that. Scott's reply to that floored me or it didn't floor me I was like this is yes this makes sense he's Tristan says I put her in this position and Scott said that's life because that's Scott's life Scott does put people in a position he does stuff sometimes And then, oh,
0: I, like, I loved it because they were, it was like Tristan was disagreeing and, and Scott heard it as like, yes, exactly.
1: Right. Yes. We agree. Sometimes you cheat on your partner. Everyone does it. It's not weird. It's, it's not weird. It's part of like <laughs> being in a relationship so then Tristan is like he doesn't get it because they're doing everything together they're doing some hangouts they're really enjoying each other in quarantine they've gone on vacation they even stay in the same bed boy he told on her
0: yes i love this maybe you're
1: embarrassed but i'm gonna tell on you i'm gonna tell on you we're sleeping together i'm telling on you you let me put my penis on you (laughs) i know like we're we're
0: in this zone where she is like over and over again on camera, letting this same refrain of like, we're not romantically involved, but you know, and like letting trying to trying so desperately to not let us know what is so obviously and normal. It's fine, yes. but it's like, Yes, it's this very funny thing where he's like walking through their day, like, well, you know, we wake up together, we have breakfast together, we work out, we uh, have sex together. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say it, but it's like uh, it's the obvious. It's what he's saying. He we're might together. As
1: well, look straight down the barrel of the camera <laughs> and wink at us, you know, like we get it. So then the next scene <sighs> is Tristan and Kim again in the Malibu house. Tristan ducks to enter the kitchen. And she's like, do you always have to duck? And he's like, I'm good at your home. I never have to duck at the Kardashian West Museum. And she laughs laughs so hard as if she's never heard that joke before. I know. I thought the same. Listen to our podcast, Kim. We're talking every week about it. We always joke about your
0: creepy museum house. And then I was like, this is so crazy. Who would have thought that Kim is like digging in with Tristan on, you know, like it's. She supports
1: all the relationships. Like once she's on board, she's on board with them. Like she hated Tristan. And then she said, we made amends and she meant it. I think she doesn't, I think she is the kind of person who can compartmentalize so well that she's like, it's over. I'm done. I'm back on your side. We're doing this. Yeah. I truly believe the same
0: where it's like, I I don't think she, I think she means it Mm -hmm. and has too much going on to like, decide to open up old wounds I think she's like yep okay and that's done and we've sewn it up and it's moving on to the next but so she checks in and is sort of like you know what how do you feel about what's going on with you guys and you know it's we keep getting a very empathetic Tristan you know as to like what it's almost this funny thing where it's like the people in Chloe's life are sort of like betraying is the wrong word, but like planting this, this seed of doubt that, you know, that he shouldn't, that he should be upset. Um, and that's less of what's happening with Kim, but Kim is basically like, you know, that that's not who Chloe was, that she ca- didn't used to care. And that there's sort of like a sadness to how much she cares about what the media thinks. And she's like, you know, have it, being with Kanye, you have to grow a thick skin again. We're watching mm-hmm. a lot of projection. Well, this is what's
1: happening. I think Kim is at this point in her relationship, everyone is saying you have to divorce him and she's trying to like figure out how to save this. So right. that's where she is at telling right. this to Tristan. And also like being like, Look, you have to tell her it hurts her feelings. That's the only way to get her to do stuff. You have to like talk about it on an emotional level and she really hates to she doesn't want to be the bad guy. So just that's what you gotta do yeah right like that's what she's saying like she's like not gonna like listen to any of us you say it hurts your feelings and she will crumble
0: yes I think it is like and it is
1: knowing advice you know yeah um Tristan has so many mixed metaphors that he just like that tumble out of his mouth (laughs) he's just like She's like carrying a suitcase of other people's opinions and thoughts. Then <laughs> yeah. the next one, he's like, you're never going to get to the finish line if you're always just trying to please the masses. I was like, what are you <laughs> talking about? I, I got to say, I, I think it's okay
0: to, and he's young. I don't know that Tristan is
1: very super sharp. I think. He's so good at basketball, guys. He doesn't <laughs> have to be. He can't I, be everyone. You know, he can't do everything. I have a lot. I have a lot of
0: fondness for him. He, he, I think he, he strikes me as as not a bad guy. Look, but I also don't know that he is
1: a genius. Here's perhaps. the thing: God gives you two scoops of one thing in life, <laughs> and for Tristan, his two scoops were in basketball. <laughs> And then maybe he even got two scoops in the looks department. He's pretty attractive. Yes. But he's not giving you more scoops. You've only got a certain (laughs) amount of scoops. So he has to disperse the other scoops across the There's people in line yeah, waiting for their scoops. So he's like, okay, you get a little less scoop when it comes to conversational skills. So like that's your scoops are lower here. But you're, you're doing great, man. You got a good contract. You don't need to talk to people. Dribble, dribble, dribble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like these scoops. I'm like, what are my scoops? Save that for later.
1: <laughs> I know what my scoops are. My huge tits. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mine is my butt.
1: <laughs> um... So then Tristan slips into discussing Kanye. This is. I had to rewind this a bunch. Oh, I may have missed this. What uh, did I miss? I, that's why I had to rewind it a bunch. Okay. He said, yay, but it it was so slight. It was hard to know that that's I had. I was like, I think he's talking about Kanye. So I rewound it a bunch. And so he is he's like, that's why I look up to Kanye. He's like, that's why I look up to yay. He don't give a damn if you like him or not. And then Kim's eyes get really. She just like stops blinking. And and he even says, quote, if you die, you're going to die. But you're going to die doing it your way. And and she's just like, blink, blink, blink. I feel like
0: this. I feel like. I mean, we'll get to it. But yeah, we're watching Kim in a
1: place. So funny. Tristan's like, (laughs) you know, like your maniac husband. Like, he doesn't care anything. He'll say all the craziest stuff. She's like, "Uh Uh Uh uh-huh. 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 She's the only one in the family who's telepathic this whole episode. And she's like so disappointed that all the other people aren't picking up on her telepathy. I do feel like we're like watching her face look at people being
0: like, do you not get what I'm sending? I'm sending a message. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, you know, like your situation. (laughs) She's like, stop it. But then we have finally Chloe and Tristan having the conversation and they're outside at the beautiful Malibu house. There's dolphins out in the water. Scott's out jet skiing with the kids. With
1: little tiny kids. (laughs) little kids Chloe's like I don't know if Courtney's gonna like that but it's not my business I just have to not like- my business I'm not
0: they're not my kids I don't have to do that <laughs> I, we, we I loved seeing like what is clearly a real pep talk she constantly has to give herself about all the children around her in her life like not my kid I don't have to raise this child not my problem I don't have to tell um, not to do anything that, I don't have to do it it's not my responsibility <laughs> And then we've got you know Tristan being vulnerable and saying exactly you know that it it was weird for him and the the deleting of the comment was weird for him and made him feel weird, and he says it in a really gentle way, and I thought this was just such a communicative conversation. I mean, th- it just was like she, I felt like, acknowledged and heard him and was like, I did not. Mean to make you feel that way. I'm sorry. But also, I felt like she stood her ground Mm -hmm. in terms of why she has to, but without blame, you know, like you can tell that they've worked on themselves a lot and worked on how they communicate. And she was just like, look, I have to keep a lot of things more private. My life is about protecting things that deserve protection. And we are figuring things out, you know? And she talks about basically, I think it's also a helpful reminder to him that like she has endured. A lot more than he could ever understand, you know, of like the public has been allowed to talk about my weight, my face, my personal life. I just don't think I have it in me anymore. And that is like really fair to say, like, not only of the piece that he put her through, but that she has 15 years of of a head, a leg up on than he does to this whole dance.
1: I apologize for talking about when you get new surgery. It's just a little, it's a little thing that we do. I honestly wish we lived in a society where people said, look at my new nose.
0: And that's. Well, that's the heart of it always. And yes. that it comes from curiosity and speculation. Some and boredom. people are mean,
1: though. That's true. Like, we oh, see my God, be cruel.
0: Especially Chloe of everyone in this family. We know that Chloe has like endured not only for her appearance, uh, but also for her relationships. And yes, she has agency in those things, both how she presents, what she posts, who she dates, but she also in continuing the life she's choosing to continue has to just wade through it. And, you know, but I think it's like a, a really calm, peaceful way to explain that and not make it about, you know, you don't get it kind of a
1: thing yeah you know also just a side note another tiktok trend i really like is people doing their countdown to surgery they're like a month before surgery a week before the day before the hour Uh... before and they're like a week out you know and they show you so like people will are just very open about surgery like and it's so nice to be like to see someone maybe like watch my nose job journey watch my breast job church <laughs> yeah job. but it's like yeah everyone's gonna know it might as well just show us and then we'll be like oh you feel good you like great I think that's the the great hopeful eventual place to get
0: to you know and I think that someone like Chloe is you know uh, has a lot of reasons not to trust that people would be kind about that openness and so un- but unfortunately it that will always create more mystery, which then
1: feeds more curiosity and speculation. And it's truly like a double-edged sword. Like you can be open, then people are going to like use it against you. So yeah. And
0: like, she's, she gets to do this. However, she wants to do it is the, is the headline, but she apologizes. And, you know, she does acknowledge that she's like lost some confidence in, 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 I think this weird space that she's trying to talk from, talk about but I also heard him say like ha- have
1: ownership of the fact that like you know he put her in this place yes. uh, I also like the end when she's like Scott and Kim they're all team Tristan he says that's my family just come join us we're all right <laughs> here on this yacht <laughs> It was very funny. Come join us, made me laugh. Dude, we're, um, we're on this yacht right here. <laughs> we're
0: right over here. I love this idea of in trying to support her, being like, You're alone.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I'm with your family.
1: I think he just can't like stop himself from being like, We are family. We are family. We are family. We're a family. Please let me be your family. I want to be your family. Yes. Right? Like- I mean, he
0: clearly, I will say this. We're, I don't know what will come of this couple. I feel him, at least as he appears in these storylines, really loving Chloe and really supporting her and really wanting to acknowledge the pain he's caused her. And he seem I feel like he really loves her. Look, you're
1: only promised today. Yes. So if you don't live in the past too much, Chloe. You gotta if you like this man having him wake up next to you after you've definitely had sex, so Just, like, (laughs) let that be what you're focused on today. And then he tells the audience they need to leave her alone because you're screwing with my shit. Yeah, I did like the idea of, like, he's sitting
0: there recording the scene for the very show that is the root of the very thing that it's like withholding his future happiness from, and it was this like threat to us. <laughs> yeah. He's like,
1: and is, he's really like coming out strong with these confessionals, like almost yeah. as if he's never seen the show.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It was making me laugh. I, I, I like it. So then we get to heavier things. Should we hop to Kim? Okay. Or Kendall?
1: I don't, I guess we can do, let's do Kendall real quick. Uh, because yes. Kendall's is simpler. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we have Malika, Chloe, and Kendall. They're in Malibu at lunch. They're having lunch by the pool. Kendall's like, oh, Chloe, your hair looks darker. And she's like, I took my weave out. And so Khlo- Kendall starts playing with her. She's like, oh, that's a that's a clip-in. Stop it. Stop I it. I thought it was so funny. I was like, <laughs> Kendall has no idea what's happening in other people's heads. She no. just is a natural beauty walking around. <laughs> well, not fully, but like. She, no,
0: but compared to the rest of the family she's like basically oh natural. <laughs> yeah, she can
1: walk on screen and not have like her hair and makeup done and it's fine. No. And I'm sure that must be unfathomable. Have we ever difficult. seen Chloe without makeup? We see Kim and Courtney. We don't see I'm Chris.
0: Sure it has happened. No Chris. I can't think of it. I'm sure it has yeah. happened because I feel like they have to at some point, but yeah, but No, she doesn't. She's definitely doesn't. But then the story becomes about how she's a little jealous of everyone in her family that, you know, she and it's interesting, you know, who knows if we believe it or not, but that, you know, she talks about how when Kylie had a baby and then she says one of my best friends just had a baby. I'm wondering if that's Gigi. Yeah, because that baby was born around then. So she talks about if she's a little jealous and that she feels like she's one of the only ones who doesn't have a kid and that she you know and they put this in the trailer
1: this i this i want kids badly
0: soon too <laughs> Soon too.
1: <laughs> and malika is like look there's a lot of stuff that you should do before you have kids and you really shouldn't do any of it until you're like like super bored of life like you should be like <laughs> oh everything's boring i don't want to have a kid and <laughs> It's so funny too because the whole time Malika's talking, Chloe's looking right at. Maybe Chloe's also telepathic. Chloe's looking yeah. right at Kendall, being like, "Hmm, hmm, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. yeah." to want to think wait. about that. You're gonna want to really think about that. I feel like they're all. Yeah, this is such an episode about projection, you yes. know. <laughs> and yeah, because they're like, look, you know, Kendall's 24. She's a supermodel. She travels the globe, like. She's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, she can but, do this in a few years.
0: Yeah, they're, they know, they know, but they are like, you know, but maybe we will take her up on her baby fever moment and, you know, let her let her have a taste
1: of it. Now, they were like, do you want to babysit Rain? And everyone is so terrified of Rain. He must be an animal
0: i know i do feel like we got a little glimpse into the kids personalities uh during this i mean because we literally see it but But like then we rain
1: was a recurring threat that they had everyone's like no 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 no. No, no, no. that wild like little jungle book boy (sighs) so we have mowgli kendall babysitting ace ace is so little
0: so little, and for anybody who doesn't know, that's Malika's baby. Mm-hmm. uh like, who's, how
1: old? We yeah, little, little. Yeah. So they're like, okay. Do you know how to change a baby? She's like, sure. <laughs> and they're like, okay. So like, when the penis is erect, that means she's like, the penis what erect? What? Why? <laughs> why is this penis sticking up? They're like, well, you have to push it down. She's like, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Who said what? Why'd I have to push a penis anywhere? What's <laughs> happening with a <the> penis? <laughs>
0: I thought this was very funny because it was, a. I thought that was a very real reaction from Kendall and it, and yeah, Malika's explaining how like, otherwise it shoots pee straight up the front of the diaper and, you know, yeah, suddenly Kendall is, I think, realizing what she signed up for. Now, did you but, know
1: that you have to point a baby's penis down? No, I've never, I've
0: changed diapers, not in a long time, but I don't think I've ever changed a, a baby boy's diaper. I didn't know that. Yeah, gotta make sense.
1: They'll squirt right out at you. It
0: makes perfect sense. I was like, oh yeah, duh. And of course. You
1: can't just leave them naked. Like if you're like you know, getting your diapers and your cloth, you have to put something over the penis. Cause if not, then I don't think those like things can shoot far too. i tell you what. <laughs> it's like a water fountain <laughs> on high blast. So crazy. Um so then <laughs> we're babysitting ace and so funny because kendall keeps calling him bro and she's yeah. like bro calm down you scratch yourself with my finger you did that to yourself bro i was like yeah <laughs> this baby got a scratch and you're blaming the baby bro,
0: you're really blaming this baby and you're really treating him a bit like a peer <laughs> <laughs> bro dude
1: why are I you scratching like- yourself with my finger <laughs>
0: bro you did it to yourself (laughs) but we get also I was laughing so hard because meanwhile we're getting intercut with Chloe and Malika who are like you know they're I was laughing a bit because they're like relishing it like oh my god we have a babysitter and I was like ladies please (laughs) I refuse to believe this is one of the rare moments that you have
1: away from your children (laughs) absolutely I mean maybe for Malika during the pandemic I don't know yes but yes. they go to McDonald's and they say this is the highlight of my week
0: <laughs> But then we see Kendall is
1: kinda handling it, you know? Yeah. And Chloe's like, Look, what maybe we should move up the age bracket and we'll do Chicago and true. And to that I say, We're stormy. Why can't we yes. have stormy?
0: Hmm? Maybe she is in a league all her own mm-hmm. being
1: She's got like 10 nannies all the time. And she's like, I don't want to do this with you.
0: She is not included.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're at Chloe's house again. We have Scott, Kendall and Chloe. God, poor Scott talking to Kendall. It's really pulling teeth. Really? This is like a brutal interaction of like,
0: Hey, I saw some photos of you wearing streetwear. You always just have, like, the chillest clothes ever. She always looks so good. And I was just like,
1: Scott, yeah, stop. she's a supermodel, Scott. She's, she's too a... old for you, Scott. Move on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, like, cringing. I was like, can you please stop talking to these women this way? I but know. So, but they decide, you know, they're like, look, infants were easy. Infants are easy. They just sleep, so... Next up, ding, ding, toddlers.
1: I and, love it. She's like, we, so
0: what's a toddler?
1: <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> you you it.
0: She doesn't for being surrounded by them. She doesn't know what they are. <laughs> and she also learns that, at least as it goes for Chloe as a mom, that she is not into screens, that she does not let um, uh, True watch screens. Oh, my gosh. So it's she's,
1: so funny how Kendall responds to that, though. She says. Yeah. So she's not like a TV gal? And Chloe's like, no, I'm sure she would love to watch it. I just like, don't let her do that. And Kendall's like, it's not like I was going to let her watch Training Day. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually is Kendall being funny. Yes, the Training Day line was very funny. <laughs> not a recent movie. Like that movie was out when Kendall was like a child. know. <laughs> Oh, uh, I thought it was very no. funny. Um so, very funny. <laughs> so then we have uh, it's 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 the time Kendall, Chloe, true, Chicago, and Psalm. Um, so this is where it intersects with the with uh, Kim's yes. storyline. So so all the the original sisters <laughs> are having a girls' night. And so Kendall's yep. babysitting again, Chicago also wearing skims.
0: Yes, I, I noticed these little plugs for baby skims
1: very cute and you know chloe's like you got this okay i might be a little drunk so if there's a real emergency call tristan or the police bye (laughs) i loved this
0: and she reminds them you know like the whole thing is that there's you you really have to entertain toddlers and this is very true and, and it is like crazy to see it was giving me and you've done you you know more than me but it's like you just, you ha- you are like engaged the whole time. It is so much work. Oh, and they to try ha- hard
1: to kill themselves at that age.
0: Yes. There is like so little coordination, so much fighting. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's so, so, so much.
1: Also, as Chloe's leaving the door, she says, Oh, and True is potty training, so we don't have a diaper on her. I was like, What? What? That's a whole other thing to do. That's a big
0: curveball, as I understand it. Oh, but. God. So then, yeah, we get, like, a bunch of just, like, chaos scenes, basically, of Kendall trying to navigate. We have Chris FaceTiming Kendall. At, just as Kendall's like, yeah, you know, it's going pretty well. We've got True in Chicago fighting, like, crazily over a toy. Sam also pretty this,
1: calm, though.
0: Sam is chilling. He's in his little, like, teepee or whatever. <laughs> we get that <laughs> shot of him just, like, alone sitting in a teepee. But True is also, like... Really we we see this like they comment on it later. True is is a tall baby, you yes. know, no surprise, no surprise because with Tristan being her dad, but clearly true is like a big old toddler, and so yeah, Chicago and her like going at it. We got this giant <laughs> baby that
1: Kendall's trying to wrangle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think that could have been I could have watched more of it, too. Just watching her. She did OK, though. You know, she did.
0: OK. I love this part where they have like a little playhouse and Chicago
1: kept going. It's raining. Get in the house. Oh, my gosh. So funny. So funny. It's raining. It's raining. Kids, you've never seen rain. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then also Kendall, when she's trying to separate the kids, she like picks them up by their arms in a way that looks so comfortable for everyone
0: i know i was like i didn't think you could pick kids up like that no but. you
1: shouldn't you can dislocate the their arms pretty easily but she like did it, like in a way that like she looked comfy and they seemed comfy and like their arms didn't like didn't bend it was weird she can do it all um so, she can do it all so then uh, it's the next day, I didn't know this was a sleepover for Kendall. That's me either. I'm sure it wasn't. Um, I'm so... sure it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and also these kids have to go to bed at like 730. They're yeah. little kid. Yeah. yeah. So it's the next day. They're all having lunch and Kim comes in and they're talking about hangovers. Kendall's only been hungover once and Kim said once or twice. I don't understand. I was rocked by this information.
0: I was like, is this a byproduct of wealth? why 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 are why? they, yeah, why? they, are they how, drinking
1: better stuff than us? how
0: how can people in their 20s and 30s and 40s if you're kim how i was like i know kim isn't a big drinker and i don't think kendall is either but that is still such like a shockingly low amount
1: of hangovers that i was like rocked by this information yes me too um <laughs> So Kendall's like, this is fine. I feel better about having kids one day, but not yet. Uh, and then again, they threaten her with rain. They're like, <laughs> next time we're going to bring rain, saint, and dream. She's like, I like saint. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great. So we you didn't deter her. They convinced her,
1: but she ain't having kids for a while. Also, my- I couldn't help but notice that big ass Doberman just looking in the window at oh them all. That's Kendall's. Yes.
0: Oh, you're right.
1: Yeah, I big, forgot her big boy.
0: So then we get we circle back to the the beginning of that Intersecting storyline with Kim, mm-hmm. um, also, and we have this. Can you imagine how long this episode is? It's crazy. <laughs> I know. I'm still like in awe compared to our little bite sized guys. No, so I mean we- us right now oh, recording. Oh, oh, us. Oh, ours. I know. It's gotta be like I know. Two hours
1: long. Sorry, guys. What are you gonna do? Sorry. I guess you gotta keep Sorry. listening or stop. Either keep listening Sorry. or stop. <laughs>
0: you have two options: keep listening or stop. You can't call the police or anything. So just really, that's it. So <laughs> that's it. But there is. You know, for the, there's a lot here and there's a lot not here, yes. but basically, we have Malika, Chloe, and Kim hanging out at the Malibu house, and we have a very cryptic Kim who is there. They're asking, you know, like, how are you doing? And she says, I'm sane, things are on my mind today. Mm-hmm. And nobody seems to catch her drift.
1: (laughs) Malika, what is up in this scene? Malika is like completely
0: on, maybe they like agreed to a storyline and then something happened on Twitter and Malika is just like not clocking the seriousness of it. But Malika is going in on Tim, like on Kim, like, um, you know, my God, are you going, uh, so Kanye's running for president. Are you going to be the next first lady?
1: I was like, Malika's trying to get slapped. I don't understand.
0: Oh, my God. Kim's like, yeah, that's still what I'm not sure of. Like, Kim is laying the biggest breadcrumbs we've ever seen for yes. Kim. You know?
1: Also, I must say, Kim is wearing pink or coral. This denotes the beginning of the end. Because <gasps> it's no it beiges. I said yes. it with colors. Beginning You're of the right. end. You um, right. And she's like, I mean, I don't want to talk about it on camera. I just don't want to talk about Kanye or anything. Yeah. And Malika's like, okay, girl, so should you start sending me articles or something so I can pay attention? And she's like, please. Oh, my God. Please don't. Uh,
0: it's. It's a brutal scene. You know, like,
1: after that, I Mick mean, was like, I'm so sorry. I wasn't picking up on it. I'm so sorry. She
0: looks like such a fool. It's crazy. And so, yeah, we like, I mean, for Kim to break the fourth wall and acknowledge and how rarely that happens on th- this show, especially.
1: You know. Did I tell you that I watched the Andy Cohen uh, new limited series about reality? Oh, TV. no. So no, I want to they, watch. In the first episode, the interview. Chris, Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. And there's some interesting takeaways from that. I should have talked about it up top instead of fucking QAnon doc. Sorry. But the takeaways I got were one, they um well <laughs> remember in earlier seasons when they would like flash somebody or, or take off, yeah, whack someone's vagina. Um well only not every country blurs, so a lot of countries have seen Chloe, a lot of Chloe. Oh, my God. And they were like, we didn't know that. And Chloe's like, yeah, oh I didn't my- like that. I didn't like that at all. Oh, my God. Oh no. <laughs> and then on top of that, so they were talking about like, and he's like, do you guys get editing? Do you get to edit? And they're like, we do. We all get to look at a, a cut and suggest edits. And they're like, but usually it's just about angles. Mm. they're like we you know we can edit but like we really don't touch story that much It's mostly like I look good in this angle or please don't use this shot or like blah 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 but it's about what they look like and so Andy asked Courtney do you think you got a bad edit on the show and she's like absolutely and they're like Courtney you also are an editor and she's like I know but still (laughs) 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 oh my god they're like what are you talking about you get to say what's in the show and she's like well I don't know but I still I still Think of course of- she's
0: not. She's not doing shit.
1: She, of course she's not going to give notes. <laughs> oh, and then she's going to complain. They're like, Courtney. Yes! You-
0: that is the most on-brand Courtney move, to have the option to make it different and to say, I got fucked over.
1: <laughs> yes. So funny. So that's all to say that, like, Kim, like, it seems like they don't really edit a ton but that she knows she could edit this out if she wants to but but then it's like a whole thing to go through like she doesn't want to make it a scene essentially so
0: no um so she yeah and it's i mean this this definitely got a lot of buzz this scene because yeah we're she she basically is like i try to support him and tune it out
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and we also learn from chloe that you know that she's she's not talking about it to anybody you know yeah and so, and the concern grows as we, as we learn in the next scene.
1: Yes. The next scene, Chloe, Chris, Courtney, and Penelope. I love it. Chloe walks in and tells P, she's like, you look for dressed alike. Our hair is similar. She's like, you look, like you could be my daughter. Do you want to be my daughter? And P <laughs> shakes her head. Yes. And then makes sure Courtney didn't see her. This is so,
0: the way Chloe's talking is so funny too. Yes. Like the,
1: the this, like, do you want to be? And then Penelope looking her pleadingly in the eyes. Yes,
0: please. I was like, this is the funniest sister, aunt, uh, niece moment. Oh,
1: Oh, she's like, okay, okay, we won't tell her. I was like, how horrible for Courtney to see this. (laughs) Just the way. I mean, Penelope does look like someone like who's being robbed Uh, at a bank, who's trying to get another person's attention. let me out let me out i want to eat sugar also terrible of chloe to ask
0: horrible insane sister i love it so we we see that kim they're like where's kim she's outside on the phone she's sort of sitting on this like hangy chair uh, outside and um sh- we hear half of a conversation and it is, while it is not a lot, it is, it's very telling yeah. and it's very sad. And cause she's, it's clear. Now, who do you think she's talking to?
1: I mean, I know that in December she was sort of talking to his security more than she, yeah. she was talking to him, but it could have been an assistant or something like that. Someone around Kanye, but not yeah. Kanye,
0: because yeah, she's talking
1: about wanting to go to Wyoming and... And she's like, when I talk to him, he says no. And this is in the middle of him posting yeah. things about Kim wanting to abort North. Yeah. That's where we this have to like the put, worst of it. Yeah. That's like, he called I think Chris this... a white supremacist. This is <laughs> and all in that time. I, th-
0: I think that eventually, because this is all leading up, I think, to then we did see that is when she went to Wyoming, is that where the crying pictures were? Yes. Yeah. So this is clearly in... The, the eye of the storm, mm-hmm. as far as like the, the these are when the worst blows are hitting Kim, yeah. basically, and and it's really heartbreaking to hear hear her talk about like she's literally like whatever he wants, like yeah. whatever he wants, and and trying to figure out a way to just get to him, and it's oh, it's brutal
1: because this is probably when she's trying to do the fifty one fifty hold, which isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, legal. It's not a thing in every state. So so Chris is worried and Courtney says she can't possibly handle this on her own. And Chris is like, Chloe, what do you think? And Chloe goes, Mom, (laughs) I don't tell Kim what to do. I'm an ear to listen. I'm a sounding board. (laughs) I'm trying to be a sister she likes.
0: (laughs) Yes. I mean, I think we really learn a lot about their dynamics, you know, and that like there is clearly... You know, we know Kim doesn't Kim gives advice openly all the time. Kim has no problem, but I I I feel like in this conversation between the sisters and Chris, we really learn about the way they approach
1: Kim. It's fascinating that Chloe has this approach with Kim all of a sudden in their relationship, and Chloe doesn't treat any other person in her life that way where she doesn't tell them what to do. Yeah. It's interesting because Chloe like it's almost as if Kim has something on Chloe or I don't know. I know it kind
0: of made me feel that way too, or it's like she really defers. And even in the dynamic when they're like over the course of this, that there is this sort of like almost walking on eggshells sort of approach.
1: Maybe it's just that they've like made an agreement that like, I will like, I got your back if you got my back sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, But it's interesting because it's not Chloe's just not behaving like. I'm sorry, Chloe is not behaving. Oh, <laughs> uh, we
0: cannot. I disagree, Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen
1: called Chloe, Chloe, and Chloe said thank you. And Chris is like, "What?" He's, she's like, "That's the that's the actual pronounce. There's an uh, uh, accent <laughs> over the e. No one's
0: saying on planet Earth. No one is saying Chloe. I mean,
1: if Chris Have Jenner you ever heard of that, if Chris Jenner is not calling her chloe then that's not her name your mom gets to decide the name that's it i was just like andy stop i mean maybe it's just like take the accent off the e because that's not your name
0: it's not no it's not it's not a thing i refuse to humor you know i love andy but i was like mm, I also don't the answer know is that no what,
1: i think there would need to be a would there need to be a second e i don't know
0: like, I, d- yeah, I disagree with the with the pronunciation. Yeah, I guess it is like entree.
1: But do you need entree? two E's for that to work and the accent?
0: Oh, yeah. Ugh, else- maddening. OK, entree. so um- <laughs>
1: Chris
0: suggests that they Chloe's like, look, you know, I do think she needs support. And Chris says they you should do something to lighten the energy. Yeah. And very, very Kardashian women it's about negative energy and positive energy it's never about therapy and emotional honesty (laughs)
1: nope 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 so uh they plan a girl's night so chloe and courtney are in malibu kim enters and chloe goes hello and courtney (laughs) courtney yawns and won't look at kim while she plays with her hair and says hi (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny we Did Did tell her the yawn <laughs> yes of course like Khlo- courtney's whole
0: energy is so funny in this she's like look i'm getting paid and that's what's up i'm not i'm not like doing the emotional lift of this storyline
1: oh, no not at all
0: <laughs> don't care in
1: fact chloe So Chloe's like working hard. Courtney, they're walking outside. Courtney trips and I've never seen her look more alive. than she's like, Oh my God. I, I tripped. (laughs) It's the great equalizer. Uh,
0: They're dynamic. This is great. You know, I love a classic sister storyline. So this is satisfying on many levels. So they, they're having a girls night. They're going to have a romantic dinner outside. It's all for Kim. And it's great. We like get them hanging out. They're like, let's get drunk and go through uh, DMs
1: because we start asking. This whole conversation, though, I thought was so good because yes, who she's like, they're like, are you dating one? She's like, who would I be dating? Such a bitch. And then they're like, how many people DM you? And she said, hundreds, (laughs) hundreds. And then it was like, can we get drunk and go through your DMs? Yes. And then it gets even
0: juicier. They say, "Do you still talk to what's his name?" And ah, uh, to be on the receiving end of this cutting Courtney response, I would die to be this clear to to any person that I dislike. She's like, "No, never."
1: <laughs> she did say. Um- that he, she's like, I never think about him, but he does occasionally text me. Now, Ugh. during the show airing, Chloe was live. Tr- Chloe was live tweeting, tweeting during the show, and said he was while this scene is happening, he was so toxic and nev- negative <sighs> for court, and then a. Someone responded, "Are you talking about why?" question mark And the good American designer, this is from an article. Sorry, guys. Uh, replied, <laughs> "Use smart,
0: <gasps> cause we're talking about Eunice." Wow. So for anybody who doesn't know, that was uh, Courtney's last long-term relationship, Eunice Benjamin. Uh, who it was very clear the sisters and the family did not like. We never got like concrete reasons. Um, But it's yeah So and they ask her they ask Do you agree that he was negative for you And she agrees Yeah, And it's very cute because Chloe's like Look Kim lives for the gossip and we're here To make Kim happy so they're basically Like look we're digging in on Courtney's life and we're gonna gossip and talk Shit and not talk about Kim's life Because that's what (sighs) makes Kim happy
1: (laughs) I love the idea of being like How many DMs do you get and saying hundreds (laughs) hundreds. Oh ah! So, Chloe asked Kanye or Chloe asked Kim how are she and Kanye? And she's like, "Well, you know, moseying along." Mm. <laughs> and Courtney's like, "Oh, yeah. We talked earlier this week. He called me the other morning." Which is funny cuz he's not calling Kim.
0: Yes, exactly. So that's
1: weird. And Kim's yeah. like, "Was it about me?" And she's like, <laughs> "She well, she was just like talking about like <laughs> that Kanye said that it would be nice to be able to say things. And Courtney's like, sure. Great to start a dialogue, get people thinking, but do you have to tweet these things? And she's talking about the North abortion tweet. Right. And he's like, yeah, 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 I I probably shouldn't say that publicly. And, and then Chloe's like, "Um, ding, 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 girls, we're not here for that. (laughs) (laughs) I loved
0: this where she's like, "That's not the plan. (laughs) So
1: weird. If, I mean, I guess she and Kanye talk, but like if that's weird that she didn't tell Kim before then.
0: I found that weird. It would really have bothered me. If that really is is when she's telling her and it's on camera, I was like, "Mm, no, 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 no. Like, I know they all have uncomfortably close relationships with each other's partners, but I was like, that sucks. I didn't I didn't like it. And then and then, yeah, then so Chloe moves them on. They cheers their
1: little shots. And they cheers Um, to Kim and she goes, why to me? She's like, Courtney goes, we're here for you. You think we have time for this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then we just get like the kind of kickoff to them really drinking. And it's, so fun we've got kim drinking from the bottle in 1942 she thinks she chips her tooth
1: this is pre 818 sorry kendall sorry kendall hasn't hit the market yet i love when courtney beats her at arm wrestling and chloe (laughs) screams it's the poosh diet
0: (laughs) we get them like chloe kicking like a box off of courtney's head they're drunk on the trampoline. They're all rolling over. Rolling
1: around. They put Courtney in a box later. <laughs> 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 they've got like
0: oh yeah then they've then we're inside later there's like new year's confetti uh their champagne bottles getting popped open yeah we got courtney shoving herself inside a cardboard box and then they, and there's they, this
1: like so compact
0: <laughs> it's so fun and then when there's this shot of all three sisters in the bed and kim's like of course asleep um it was like truly made me emotional i'm so like die hard to the core of this like the three core sisters and just yeah. seeing them all like you just don't get that content, guys. Yeah. This is some core classic content. We got three Kardashians in a bed, Ugh. hammered, having fun. It's so cute. So cute. Uh, but then yeah, that's that's really the end of it. Uh, we get this, you know, next morning., Chloe, uh, it's just Chloe and Kim in the car chloe and kim in the car driving back uh after their wild night out and they're that's when they were joking about like i wonder why we never heard from kendall probably those kids just kept her so busy and kim announces that she's not hungover already but chloe kind of does a very nice gentle again very deferential note of like hey you know like you're never a burden if you ever do want to talk about things and kind of trying to open that door um clearly knowing Kim and how she would respond and we get a very kind of like it kind of almost closed off response from Kim you know and she's basically like yeah you know thank you but I think I just need to figure things out on my own yeah and that she's gonna go to Wyoming so that has not happened yet and then it's really heartbreaking this quote I got this yeah it's gonna
1: be okay yeah my life with Kanye it's gonna be okay (sighs) I'm dealing with it on my own and then another great quote is she's talking about Malibu and she says, Malibu nights are the best. Like it's so sexy there. She's so horny.
0: <laughs> she's so horny. Ah, oh, so we know, yes, we know things are not going to be okay. We know a lot of what's to come. But, you know, I I think it's they're definitely setting up at least that she is being supported by the fam. Yeah. And, you know, that's nice going into it because we know that there is definitely a lot rockier stuff to come. Yeah. It's so
1: interesting to like, I don't know, even just thinking about the Tristan stuff. It's like. You just have to like, I don't like I don't know, they're just they're so complicated to live out any of this on television.
0: It's so so these are their real partners and like the real fathers to their children. Their real children can watch these episodes as real humans yeah. about their dads and their moms. Yeah, it's I can't I do not envy for all the money and beauty and good bodies and beautiful houses like the burden of that is enormous. God, I can't
1: really imagine
0: you, finding a way to justify it, you, you know? If filmed a
1: reality show around me and my family, you'd be like, God, Mercy's such a bitch.
0: <laughs> Anyone, if we let let cameras follow us, I can't imagine the rewiring of our brains it would do. Like, it is so toxic and it is so antithetical mm-hmm. to the way we have to see ourselves in the world in order to be the people we are. And it is like... Yeah. Anyways, this was a whopper and worth every penny I was gonna say. Because it's but free. it's free. <laughs> um, so fun it's very fun to have these big juicy episodes we're getting into the meat of this season you can tell uh, we release new episodes every Monday except sometimes not So uh, every uh, week. we
1: release them every week yeah
0: let's just rewrite that word we release new episodes every week <laughs> check out our website cardishina.com subscribe on Apple Podcasts please rate and review check out our Twitter and our Instagram Wait, and email us what's
1: the new Facebook group or is that a oh, secret
0: it became private, okay. so uh, I'll double check it, though. I'll double check the settings. But yes, yeah, some some listeners um, during the Zoom, uh, the live Zoom, made a Facebook page for fans of the show. Yeah. So ask if we can promote it. And
1: then I'll people- double check.
0: Yeah, it. I'll double check that the people who made it are cool with it being announced. But either way, I mean, how extremely flattering. I mean, does my ego love it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know the drill check us out on Twitter Instagram email us cardition at gmail.com and most of all thank you so much for listening to Cardition it
1: Bye! Bye.